Just had a good chat with Bill Curry, who is the Globe and Mail's Deputy Ottawa Bureau Chief, talking about this whole Arrive Can disaster. That app created back at the beginning of 2020, hastily put together, I would suggest, for the pandemic and basically done to help travelers. You could upload, upload the mandatory health information like vaccination status so that you could use it at border crossings. Within two years, it basically becomes, I don't want to say defunct because it's still operational, but it's no longer mandatory. It's barely used. And now we know the costs are, they're talking about $54 million, but even the Auditor General couldn't put her finger on the actual cost. It could be close to $60 million for all we know. <laughs> There's a text that came in as I was doing this talk with Bill Curry saying, this is literally fraud or money laundering maybe. How has no one been arrested? Our government has zero accountability. This is getting pathetic. It never ends. If I did this, I'd be in prison. And, you know, we talked about that when I was chatting with Bill Curry. We said this Auditor General report could be taken by the RCMP, sift through it, and there could be new threads, new pieces there that they could pull on. It might, it might actually trigger a criminal investigation. So we don't know yet if there, if there will be one or not, but it's uh it's certainly opened up a pandora's box of questions and problems in terms of transparency and accountability when it comes to the federal government i mean we're focusing on on arrive can but it's it's deeper it's it's bigger than that and so this is good timing because my next guest uh, who has joined me on the show before uh, is someone I'm, I know has some opinions on all of this stuff. Conservative MP Andrew Scheer for Regina Coppell, also House Leader of the Official Opposition, joins us this morning from Ottawa. Andrew, thank you very much for taking our call. Good morning, Evan. Thanks for having me on the show. So uh, the reason we're going to chat is actually about the uh, Charlie Angus C-372 Fossil Fuel Advertising Act. But I w- I've talked about ArriveCan just now. Can we start there? This appears to be completely out of control in terms of spending. Uh, yesterday, the Auditor General, Karen Hogan's report came down. She said this is a glaring disregard for basic management practices. you have any thoughts on this? Yeah, this is just more cost and more corruption from Justin Trudeau. Uh, What the Auditor General told us yesterday was that uh, an app that should have cost around $75,000 to $85,000 ballooned to at least $60 million. uh, and, and, And she said that she couldn't even guess at how much the actual cost was because there was not enough documentation to even follow all the contracts. Uh, In addition to not not even tracking where the money went. What she did find was alarming. Uh, uh, tons of invoices for work that was never done. Uh, subcontractors that, uh, that did absolutely no work on the app. Uh, 10,000 travelers forced to quarantine for two weeks for no reason because of a glitch in the app itself. So th- there's a lot to unpack here. There's, there's evidence of uh, the contractors who are bidding on the project, taking out officials, uh, you know, having whiskey tasting sessions, uh, uh, just unbelievable. And it's part of a, a pattern with Justin Trudeau. Remember, he likes to blame the pandemic for everything from inflation to uh, the massive deficits. But we were, the conservatives were blowing the whistle at the time saying there's a lot of spending here that's being wasted or mismanaged. Uh, he tried to give himself a, uh, he tried to give his friends at the WE organizations a billion dollars during the pandemic. 
there was a former Liberal MP that started a company uh, and then seven days later got a couple hundred million dollar contract from the government during the pandemic. So what we see here is, is under the cover of a crisis and a health emergency, Liberals making sure that they dip into the trough to feed their friends. So talking with Andrew Scheer, Conservative MP and House Leader of the Official Opposition, a lot of people, we're going to open this up after you and I are done talking this morning, we're going to open it up for uh, calls on on the uh, Charlie Angus issue, but there are going to be people that say Trudeau needs to go to jail. I, I mean, to me, this is mismanagement. This is, do you think it's, when, when we're talking about the elected officials, would you go as far as to say it's, it's criminal fraud? Well, we'll see where this leads. You know, uh, remember the sponsorship program where what started off as, uh, you know, same, t- same type of thing, a few missing invoices here and there, uh, after an auditor general investigated, uh, went not just uh, not just high up in the public service and the the government officials, but into the Liberal Party itself, and and there were some criminal investigations. So you know, we certainly believe that when somebody sends an invoice to the government for work that was never done, that that's fraud. And if the government official uh, was a participant to that or knew what the game was and signed off on on that payment, then there's a linkage there too uh, uh, to, to to a potential criminal activity. So we certainly believe that there's that there's merit for an investigation here. I believe uh, our, our leader Pierre Polyev will be having more to say on that later on today. Um, but th- this is this is outright fraud. You know, if, if if somebody sends you a bill for something they didn't do, um, and they're, they're cheating you out of money. And the same thing is, is it applies when it's the federal government and taxpayers now have to pay for. Uh, invoices where no work was done. Absolutely, this is something that that should be looked into, and Canadians deserve to get their tax dollars back on this. Conservative MP Andrew Shear is my guest this morning. Okay, so the reason that I was excited to talk to you today, the real purpose that we joined together on this call, is to talk about Charlie Angus, the NDP MP who is now trying to criminalize the promotion of fossil fuels. Bill C three seventy two, the Fossil Fuel Advertising Act. What kind of ridiculousness is this? Well, this is a t- terrifying totalitarianism from the far left. And this is what we see from the far left uh, around the world and throughout time. When, when you're losing an argument, you make the debate illegal. And this is exactly what the NDP is trying to do. Charlie Angus yeah, you know, may, may not be a household name across the country, but he is a very senior member of Jagmeet Singh's team and Jagmeet Singh and the NDP are the coalition partners to Liberals. So he is a key player. This is not just a, a one-off from a, a random backbench MP. And Jagmeet Singh has embraced this bill. So this is they want to send people to jail or pay massive fines for saying positive things about the oil and gas sector. And Evan, the, the, the bill is so insane. If, if, you, if you are to say that one form of fossil fuel is better for the environment than another, you are in violation of this act. Which is factual, so I, though, right, Andrew? It's, it's factual. It's, it's, it's absolutely factual. There used to be a principle in, in Western democracies that the truth was always in a, a defense. So I, I, I'm going I'm to commit a potential crime. If this bill uh, is passed, Evan, brace yourself, because I'm going to commit a crime. Uh, Natural gas is better for the environment than coal. Well, and and in fact, Andrew, the federal government taxes natural gas 
at a lower benchmark because uh, it has lower emissions. Like it's actually, it takes that into consideration in the tax regime that we've got. Exactly. Uh, another part of the bill says that uh, talking, promoting fossil fuels as a way to, to benefit the economy or to advance reconciliation with Indigenous peoples is also a crime under this act. So, you know, we know in Saskatchewan, some of the best uh, uh, ways forward for Indigenous communities is to develop their natural resources and to allow their their communities to benefit from the jobs and the royalties that those uh, exploration and drilling projects bring in. So if I were to say to you that a, a great way to advance reconciliation with Indigenous communities is by helping them develop their fossil fuel natural resources, again, I'm in violation of Charlie Angus's bill. This is, like, I'm joking, uh, you know, it, it's it's not really humorous because it is a terrifying uh, potential to have the government police what arguments can be made, what ideas can be promoted. And none of us, regardless of what our opinion is on some of these issues, I don't want to live in a country where guys like Charlie Angus can make saying certain things illegal. And it's, it's, it's a hallmark of left-wing totalitarian governments from Venezuela to North Korea uh, to, to now here in Canada under the far left and the NDP to literally make debating illegal to, to make promoting ideas illegal and it's it's scary and no matter where you are in the political spectrum we should all be united on protecting free speech andrew Shear, my guest today so uh they threw this out to federal environmental minister stephen gibo and i i mean i i'm i watched his his reaction i i heard what he said but i was also reading between the lines and so he didn't come out in full support of it uh he basically said well we'll have to wait till it's debated in the house what do you think uh, his response and the Liberals' response will be to this? Well, it, you know, uh, I, I think as 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 we've talked about before, we've seen this move before. Uh, the 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 city council in Regina is is basically dominated by some radical left wing uh, councillors. They tried to do this in Regina, banning oil and gas companies from sponsoring municipal events and uh, and 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 areas like public spaces. So this is now uh, what I believe we're seeing is is more and more elements pushing this, maybe trying to normalize the conversation or trying to, to, to advance it bit by bit. And keep in mind, for Justin Trudeau, he's got a couple of bills, C-11 and C-18, where he's limiting free speech and he's controlling more and more what people can see and, and, and post online. So this is part of a pattern. I'm not surprised that the Liberal minister did not just denounce this bill, which is what he should have done. What he should have done is said, look, this is, this is crazy. In Canada, we believe in free speech. We don't police what people can say or argue or promote ideas. And he should have just rejected it out of, out of hand. The fact that he didn't, I believe, is very telling. So I want to I want to move on. I've got one or two other things I want to chat with you about while I've got you. Conservative MP Andrew Shear is my guest today. So there was a vote in the House regarding continued uh, kind of an updated Canada-Ukraine trade agreement. The Conservatives did not support this just last week. I heard you say it has nothing to do with Ukraine. You still support Ukraine. It was the mention of the carbon tax. Can you help us understand that, Andrew? Yeah, sure. Uh, the previous Conservative government signed a free trade deal with Ukraine, and, and it's in operation. Um, there's There's market access for Ukrainians into our economy and vice versa. So there is free trade with Ukraine. What this bill did was meant to kind of update aspects of it. And, uh, and it was, it, what we were expecting was a very technical kind of bill, just, you know, adjusting a few numbers here and there or tightening up some language on some things. Uh, it's very normal in trade, 
treaties to be kind of updated as the years go by. Uh, what we were shocked to find out was that the Liberals inserted a carbon tax clause into the deal. And what that meant is that we would, uh, Canada now has a, a binding deal between Canada and Ukraine, which calls on both parties, both Canada and Ukraine, to promote, quote, carbon pricing, which we all know is the carbon tax. And so we flagged this with the government and said, hey, you know, we're, we're united in our support for Ukraine. We, we, we all agree that Russia's invasion is illegal and that uh, Ukraine has a right to its territorial sovereignty. But why are you, why are you bringing in the carbon tax on mm-hmm. this? Uh, and uh, Trudeau plowed ahead. He's so obsessed with promoting his carbon tax that he, he insisted. So, you know, I know the Liberals are trying to make this the litmus test about whether or not uh, somebody supports Ukraine. You can support Ukraine without wanting to impose a carbon tax on them through this deal. Uh, we do. We've been calling on the government to send more uh, artillery and rockets that are about to be decommissioned. There's about 85,000 rockets that the Canadian military will have to spend millions of dollars to safely dispose of. And what we've called on the government to do is send them to Ukraine. The Ukrainians want it, uh, want them. They can make good use of them. And we can save tax dollars by giving them to our, our friends in Ukraine instead of spending millions on decommissioning. Justin Trudeau won't do that. So there's lots of areas where we've been calling on the government to support Ukraine with some tangible uh, measures that won't cost tax dollars to Canadians, and uh, Trudeau's ignoring that and trying to make this carbon tax trade deal the 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 litmus test for support, which is ridiculous. So, Andrew, I just want to—we don't have a whole lot of time left, but the carbon tax is going up again this spring. We know it 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 jumps up again. We already have been talking about a cost of living crisis. Just in short order, your thoughts? Yeah, you know this is the last thing Canadians need. Uh, the, the, the saddest scene that I see recently is you know people in 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 the grocery aisle picking up a package of of beef or packages chicken looking at the price for you know five six seconds and then putting it back and you know you you can you know a lot what's going on in in the mind of someone doing that you know there's obviously stress and anxiety and sadness that they can't afford the food that they used to be able to so the last thing canadians need is another hike to the carbon tax all the experts agree the carbon tax is a driver of inflation and a driver in higher grocery prices. It doesn't need to go up. It doesn't work. It doesn't lower emissions. It doesn't affect the weather. Uh, it's, it's a completely ineffective tool to lower greenhouse gas emissions. All it does is drive up the cost of literally everything. Justin Trudeau's going to raise it on April 1st, and he's going to keep raising it for years after. We are the only party calling on the government to scrap it all together. Uh, and so we're going to be, we're going to be informing Canadians about that looming carbon tax hike April 1st is going to jump again by 23%. Conservative MP Andrew Scheer, in 30 seconds or less, when's the next federal election? Any uh, insight uh, into that, and can, can the Conservatives win? Well, uh, absolutely we can we can win. We've got a great leader who's focusing on the things that matter to Canadians. Uh, with Pierre and the Conservatives, we're going to, we're going to fix the budget, we're going to axe the tax, we're going to build the homes, and we're going to stop the crime. Those are the four priorities that we're going to be focusing on, and we know that resonates. As to when the next election might be, either when Jagmeet Singh grows a spine and finally stands up to liberal corruption, uh, or maybe when he gets his pension uh, vested. That's that's the other thing that we hear in Ottawa, that uh, Singh doesn't want to pull the plug on, on the coalition because uh, he hasn't got his six years in yet. So unfortunately, Canadians are suffering because Jagmeet Singh's own personal calculations on these types of things, but uh, it can happen sooner enough for, for, for me and I know most people in, in Saskatchewan. Andrew, we're out of time. Thanks for stopping by today. Appreciate your perspective on these topics. 
Thanks, Evan. Always fun to chat. Conservative MP Andrew Shear. We're going to continue the conversation on the Charlie Angus bill when it comes to the promotion of fossil fuels and making it criminal. We're going to get your thoughts on it when we come back. You're listening to 980 CJME and 650 CKOM.